0: Hello, and welcome to the Maidcast from the Museum of Art and Digital Entertainment. This week's return episode is a spooky break from form. We will be exploring the history and legend of Polybius, an unmarked arcade cabinet that mysteriously emerged in the early 1980s, causing a whirlwind of controversy, bizarre stories, and conspiracy theories that persist to this day. But what is the truth behind this legendary arcade game? Before we return to regular weekly episodes, in today's episode, in the spirit of Halloween, I'll tell you the story of Polybius. The origins of the game are shrouded in uncertainty. The unmarked black arcade cabinet is said to have been placed in a handful of backwater arcades in Portland, Oregon around 1981. According to some accounts, the game was an abstract vector-based shooter, similar to Tempest. Another game from 1983, Cube Quest, also shares similar elements based on descriptions, but Polybius is less known for its gameplay and more for the strange effects it supposedly had on players. The stories surrounding it are, to say the least, bizarre. Gamers who played it reported experiencing a range of symptoms, including amnesia, seizures, nightmares, and a compulsive need to keep playing the game. Teens would line up outside the arcades before opening just for a chance to play, and physical confrontations are said to have broken out since only one person could play at a time. Keep in mind this was during an era of pushing the limits of arcade games and a reverence for high scores. In 1982, for example, John McAllister sat down to play Asteroids on a Saturday and kept playing all the way until Monday, achieving a high score of over 41 million points, and setting a record that stood for 27 years. There were also credible reports of players collapsing with migraines after playing the vector-based game Tempest. So obsessive playing was not a foreign concept to those in the arcade scene of the early 80s. Suspicion of subliminal messaging abounded. Some Polybius players also reported a feeling of being observed, And then there were the stories of the men in black suits, periodically visiting the machines and collecting data from the cabinet. This led some to conclude that Polybius was a secret government experiment, either by the CIA or FBI or some other shadier organization who was testing mind-control techniques on civilians. This, too, seems far-fetched, until you consider the experiments in the 1960s and 70s with MKUltra a program that tested injected concoctions on humans in hopes of finding a truth serum to be used during interrogations. Awareness of these kinds of inhumane experiments were fresh in the minds of the public in the early 80s. Not only that, but suspicion of gambling in arcades had led the actual FBI to install cameras on some cabinets to spy on players and staff. Within a month of the arrival of Polybius at arcades, they say, It mysteriously disappeared without a trace, never to be seen by the public again. Although no evidence exists to prove the claims of Polybius itself, rumors persisted in the arcade scene for decades. It's possible these rumors grew and became more exaggerated as they spread. Despite the information age ramping up in the 1990s, the first mention of Polybius on the Internet came around the year 2000, in the form of a coinhop.org placeholder page with minimal information. But then in 2006, a user calling themselves Stephen Roach posted on the coinhop.org forums, claiming to have been an employee of a company called Cenis which I'm sure I'm butchering, a German word which, according to Google Translate, means deletion of senses. Here is an excerpt from the post. We were approached around 1980. By a southern american company that shall remain nameless to develop an idea they had for producing an arcade game with a puzzle element that centered around a new approach to video game graphics it was the programmer who came up with the name polybius and came up with it because the name sounded quite bold and mysterious which is what we wanted quite simply The inspired graphics combined with puzzle elements and scintillating gameplay was something to behold we play tested it for hours and hours and it certainly was an addictive game that was well loved professionally and recreationally by all that played it the company could not have been happier and we all thought we were on the verge of something very special indeed and then we received a phone call stating that there were concerns within the company that the basic graphics which featured prominently in so many other games of the time We're fine for the average gamer to spend hours at a time without any noticeable physical or mental detriments, but the intense and engrossing gameplay of this new step was very much an unknown quantity. So the game was put back several months due to divided opinion within their board of directors, much to our consternation for breaking our backs to finish it on time. Shortly after, we received terrible news. A 13-year-old boy from the Lloyd District of Portland, Oregon, had suffered an epileptic fit while playing the game only six days after the machines had been installed. One of the senior employees that I knew very well contacted me to tell me that it caused immense ripples of panic throughout the company, who were of the opinion that they had created a monster. This post reignited interest in Polybius, with some seeing it as a plausible origin story. Others called it a hoax. Still others in the forum claimed to have access to the game's ROM, essentially the executable data of the game itself, and were sifting through looking for clues. Suspiciously, however, these members did not share the ROM with others in the forums. Though the game has not been seen in 40 years, The Legend of Polybius lives on, and has inspired comic books, films, and spin-offs. A labeled version of The Cabinet appeared in a 2006 episode of The Simpsons, and more recently in the 2021 Marvel show Loki, which explored themes of alternate realities. A fascination with the game led indie studio Lamasoft to develop a retro shooter of the same name in 2016, which can now be found on Steam. Theories about the original Polybius abound. Was it a mind control experiment, a simple hoax, or a genuine, albeit peculiar, video game? Some from the early 80s arcade scene have corroborated certain details, such as the existence of unmarked machines, which were often placed in arcades by companies to test their popularity. Other would-be researchers have pointed out that this game has no written record from before the year 2000, which could indicate a fabrication after the fact. The truth is, as far as the museum is concerned, even though parts of the story have elements of truth, Polybius was just an urban legend. A spooky story to tell your friends at the arcade, or an early internet rumor spread for entertainment. Or, perhaps, that's exactly what the suits want us to think. Thank you for listening to the Museum of Art and Digital Entertainment's official podcast. If you've got any thoughts, questions, corrections, or general museum ideas, shoot us an email at infothemaid.org. The museum is located at 921 Washington Street in beautiful downtown Oakland. Our hours are noon to 7 p.m. Wednesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays, and 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sundays. Stop by and play some games. We'd like to send a big thank you to everyone who donated recently and to our Patreon supporters who help keep the maid afloat. One event announcement join us in the SF Gamers, spelled G A Y M E R, on October 28th for a night of Halloween fun at the Summer Bar on 8th Street in Oakland. A costume contest, cool game themed drinks, some portable museum exhibits, and a lot of other fun things await. The contests include. $400 in prizes, including several potential museum memberships. All proceeds go directly to the maid, so come on down and have a great time while supporting the museum in the process. October 28th, 7 p.m. to midnight at Summer Bar. Special thanks to Dream for use of their original music in this week's episode. Until next time, I'm Jed. Have a happy Halloween.